We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Mango. Afternoons on the score. Okay, so it was just full instrumental. All right, I was going to say. Cause it <laughs> Did you didn't, ain't no words? Yeah, I mean, it because it, it didn't sound exactly like the Donny Hathaway version. Like, okay, is it instrumental? Is it going to be someone else's version? It's like Luther Vandross singing this Christmas. It was yeah. instrumental. Okay. Big Luther, not, not skinny Luther. Yeah, yeah, Luther. yeah. We need Big Luther. Um, but no, that, that's fine. And by the way, uh, before Chicago it takes on Arizona this Sunday, tune in from 12 to 3 p.m. for the PNC Bank pregame show right here on 670 The Score, presented by your local Ford dealers and Fox Valley Coins. Join Mully, Olin Cruz, and Patrick Manley as they'll get you set for the game. PNC Bank, official bank of the Chicago Bears. Then immediately following the game, we'll have instant reaction from Mully, Olin, and Pat on the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. And make sure that uh, if you missed anything from my time here, Anthony Heron with my guy Marshall Harris, make sure you download the Odyssey app, hit the rewind feature, you can get every individual segment that we've covered and talking bears and talking bulls and interviewing our great guests throughout the evening. Or if you miss this live that we're about to do, you can go and tune back in later on on the Odyssey app. You'll be able to rewind this there as well. So this is like talking, I guess, somewhere in the, in the future, in the multiverse or something like that, just for anyone who's listening, but then they're going to be listening later on or something. I don't know, some mental gymnastics. I, I love my time machine at home, so I, that's why I let you handle okay. all that. All right, yeah, yeah. We, we, we can hold it down until then. But – want to talk a little bit of Christmas because we are – it is Friday before Christmas. I'm traveling on Christmas Eve because I have, I have Bears duties on Sunday. Then I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to fly out east, out to my in-laws' house. My wife and I, we always do. We'll stay here for Thanksgiving. And when I was playing, like I was with the Lions for a while, so I usually have a game on Thanksgiving. So I'm accustomed to working during the holidays. We were talking in transition with Lawrence and Layla a bit earlier about the, the sports media industry and – just being a professional athlete, there's a lot of congruence in that, in the schedule, in the transient lifestyle, and in working on holidays, especially prominent holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I'm accustomed to not having Thanksgiving or Christmas off, which is why I'm going to be, for the second year in a row, because of the NFL calendar, I'm going to be traveling out east on Christmas Eve. I'm going to miss tucking my son in to bed on Christmas Eve night, but then I will be there, preferably I'll be there by the time he wakes up, Sunday morning, uh, and that'll be fine. Or by the time he wakes up Monday morning on Christmas Day. So that'll be fine. That'll be a grand old time. I, I do want to share a couple of stories, though, just of, of working on the holiday season. And part of it, yes, we enjoy it. We, we try to bring people joy and, and allow them to have their, their requisite escape that they enjoy having when they're taking in their, their sports discussions and all that sort of thing. But, but I'm fairly accustomed to it. Is, it. is it something for you with as often as you have to work on holidays? Does it does it rub you the wrong way? Have you just kind of gotten used to it over the years? I think I, I've gotten used to it. When I was younger, it was tough because I, I really would, like, I want to be with my family and okay. stuff. But my sister lives in Portland, Oregon. Oh. 
my brother right now is in Okinawa. Wow. So we just kind of got used to the fact that okay. we weren't all going to be in the same. We've been in the yeah. same place, my parents and my siblings, once in the last 10 years. Wow. Oh. Okay. So I see them, uh-huh. but I don't see them all together. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of used to it. And I'm, I know there's people with young kids and whatnot. So Thanksgiving, I usually try to take off and mm. go see family. Mm. But Christmas, that's that's a kids' holiday. <laughs> Let the kids have it. If you got kids, uh-huh. I'm I'd be like that guy that like every year he works for someone who has to work on okay. Christmas Day. Yeah. I would do that if I wasn't working. So I don't really mind working Christmas. Now that would change if I had a family and kids. Uh-huh. For right. now, I'm good. If when. Listen, I try to be hopeful and say when. But <laughs> okay, right, right. I also want to be truthful okay. and pragmatic and say uh, yeah. It's kind of like that Zach Levine conversation Exa- we were having, right? Exactly. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what I was drawing from. I'm glad, you, Darnell maybe I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> Darnell, Darnell would be line, proud right. of my answers Right, there. right. Wow, Ant, you're going to be like the uh, the in-law at Christmas. <laughs> after, so when are you going to have mean, kids, you know, Marshall? Just, you know, yeah, I, just, yeah. I heard the choice of words there. I heard the choice of words. I'm just he, he understands different words mean different things. <laughs> if and when are very different. Yes. Different things. Very much so. Very much so. There was a, there was a Christmas day, my rookie year, and so the uh, the Greek Town Casino in Detroit, Michigan. I was with the Lions throughout most of my rookie season, and because of just the, the way the NFL calendar worked out, the the NFL's off day during the week also fell on Christmas Day, and so my rookie season, I wasn't I wasn't married yet. Certainly didn't have a son at that point, but it was kind of the one-off day during the week, so I wasn't going to go, like, flying out somewhere else to go see family or friends or anything else. I was like, hey, here's the one-off day, so just do with it what you will. But since I didn't have family there with me in Detroit and didn't have anything else going on, I just decided, all right, I guess they got a bunch of casinos in Detroit, had a little money in my pocket. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go to the casino okay. on a Christmas Get that day. money, big fella. Yeah, man, at least just go entertain myself for a little while. So I make the trip downtown, go over to to Greektown. I had never played roulette before. I'm more of a blackjack guy at the casino. You out here with money in your pocket playing new games? Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> figured, man, let me have a little Christmas adventure. You know, let me let me just try something different on this day. So I went and uh, I sat down, and the casino was basically empty because most people have loved ones that they that they get to hang out with on Christmas Day. I, on this particular Christmas, did not. So went, sat down at the roulette table. Now or at the roulette wheel, I didn't have any experience with this game. So the, I guess they call him dealer, whoever's rolling the ball, spinning the deal through the wheel. I asked him, how do you play this? So they explained it to me. <coughs> the different ways that you bet, the, the different amounts and de- denominations you get paid out in. And so I'm like, okay, let, let, me, let me just give this a try. So I put a bunch of money down on black 11 on first 12 and on black. Okay. I mean, like a lot of money. And I just, I didn't know that most people just put like a dollar here, here or there or yeah. a quarter here or there and spread it out all over the table. So I put fairly large sums of money on just those three things on black 11, on first 12, and on black. The fact that you remember specifically what you put it on. Yeah. And that was not yesterday. Go ahead. It was not yesterday. It was 20 years ago. And the dealer was looking at me for a moment, waiting to see if I'm going to spread these chips about, just kind of, you know, kind of splash the pot all throughout the table. And then, you know, she follows up. Like, are you sure like this is, you know, normally people might move that wasn't around a red a flag. Bit. That wasn't a red flag for you? It should have been, but it wasn't. <laughs> she spins the wheel. Let's that ball go. Rolling around. Lands on black 11. So I win 
a dramatic amount, amount of money. money. Yeah. The first spin that I've ever played in roulette. I hope you walked away. In my entire life. What I did was I moved my chips off the table to count them because I was, I was somewhat alarmed at the amount of chips she gave me back. And I didn't know the denominations of now these new chips that she was giving me. Right. So now someone else has sat out next to me at this point. Another spin goes by, and I've taken all these chips to the side, and I'm counting them up. And then black 11 hits again. Now, uh. unbeknownst to me, apparently in roulette parlance, when you hit a number, this dealer tells me you should never move your chips after a number hits. Now that's a good luck number that you should like leave it there or something like that. That was news to me. But black 11 hits two times in a row. So now I'm like, all right, well, let me play again and just see how this thing goes. Now I'm going to go a completely different direction. So I play, I put a bunch of money on red 27. Put a bunch of money on red. Put a bunch of money on third 12. Do the same exact thing that I did with black 11 with pretty much the same amount of money. Put it all out there on the table just on those three spots. Dealer's smiling at this point. She's like, are you serious? Like, is this really what you're going to do again? <laughs> I, I, sure, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I'll just try this again and see how it goes. But not all your money. I just want to make sure. Not all of it. Not okay, all of it. Okay. I'm, I'm not putting it all back out there. No. Ba- basically the same amounts. Okay. Do it all on red 27 this time. Spins the ball. Red 27 hits. So, I mean, you know, a, a, a considerable amount of money has now hit two out of the three spins that I've ever done in roulette in my entire life at that point. So now the dealer is just mouth agape has never seen anything like this before and, you know, calls over the different people are coming over to like start writing, you know, tax forms and all this kind of stuff. I'm just sitting there like, I, I'm thinking this is just how roulette goes. This is the most amazing game I've ever seen in my life. Why has no one introduced me to roulette before this you're moment? To, you're about if to find it's out. This easy. You're about to find out. <laughs> but I went to the Greek town casino that one day, first time I'd ever played roulette, did that, walked out with a very large sum of money, Played those three spins, picked up all the chips, Wait, cast you them left in, and just the left. Three spins? Left after the three spins. And I only participated in two of them. But that was my Christmas day in 2001 <laughs> at the Greek Town Casino in Detroit. Was <laughs> I'll tell you the commercial break how much money I won, but it was it was fairly. But ridiculous. hold on, hold on. How were you able to walk away? That's some discipline right there. It was, I mean, I'm not a big gambler anyway, and it just went so so shockingly well in three spins. You literally quit while you were ahead. I was in no so, one does I that. was in so much shock for how that went that I just I didn't know what else to do. Who was more shocked, you or the dealer? Um, it's a good. The dealer seemed more yeah, shocked. Yeah, I think I think she was, and for good reason. Yeah. You just didn't. You were too naive to know what you had just done. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, nah, this does not happen. What's going on? Yeah. And I, I didn't grasp the the full. How, how long after? How long did it take you to grasp? How long after? Later that night, or when I when I called my at the time fiance who was who was elsewhere, I called her and, and told her how it went. She's not a big gambler either, so she didn't get it. But then when I called, I called like the fellas. I called my friends and was telling them about it who gamble a lot more than I do. And their reaction kind of let me know how rare that that experience was. And and just within three spins to to hit the number twice and then just to walk away. Like that, so that was a work day for me as an NFL, as a professional athlete. That was my first Christmas uh, work day. I need to get in your line of work because you didn't even go to work, but you made money. Yeah, yeah, made made a lot of money on 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 my day off, uh, effectively. 
on my day off. On a holiday. That was time and a half. It's like the probably one way to Friday. look at How it. How you going to get fired on your day off? How you going to make yeah, a lot right. of money on your day off? Like, uh, have you had any, any entertaining uh I don't have anything work? like that at all. Like, what? <laughs> I Man. So now, of course, every time I go, I got to play Black 11 and Red 27 over and over again. I was like, how do you remember these numbers? They've never treated me that well at, 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 at any, any point, point ever since Do you think you've then. lost the amount of money you gained that day? Over the course of time, playing those two I mean, numbers? Honestly, between the two, Black 11, I've had a few other Black 11 moments. Red 27, not as much. But, uh, so but you're, I would up. Say, you're still up. Oh, from that first day, yeah. yeah. Like, but that, that's going to carry you through life. It, yeah, but as infrequently as I'm at casinos at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm good for a while based off of that. All right, let me know next time you go. Cause I- <laughs> All right, yeah. especially now we got casinos in Chicago. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to do one last thing or not. I, I would like to hear if, if there's a, another Christmas story, a holiday work story that anybody else has before we get out of here. I think you just shamed us all. Ramirez coming up at 6 o'clock. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily involve I'm money. Just, my Mine is just more like I'm at work, and this is what we're doing, and let me find the Chinese <laughs> restaurant to go get some food from. <laughs> Does that have to be the Chinese yeah, restaurant? Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. They're open. That's, They're I, yeah, open. that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. you, that's, you know yeah. what you're looking for. So, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> That's actually wild. It was it was quite a day. We'll have to bring this thing home, man. The Parkinson Spiegel Show on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.